if you haven't done this, this, or this since COVID started, then, you know, you've been, you know, wasting time. You know, all of this additional pressure to, um, to get something. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Live from the smooth 88.1 studios on the campus of Hampton University, it's time for Black Wall Street Today. Black Wall Street Today. The premier media hub for black businesses, related politics, news, growth strategies, and events. Black Wall Street Today explores entrepreneurship opportunities for economic development while highlighting business owners, trendsetters, and community leaders. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 94th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Can't believe we're just five episodes shy of 100. Wow. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency as well as Apex Financial Group of Virginia and the COO team. We will hear from Ms. Lori Ruffin in just a few moments. This is actually the sixth installment on our Best in Black Business series. We're focusing on highlighting black-owned businesses and providing this platform as a means of exposure and recognition and discovery. Very excited. Speaking of discovery, have you had an opportunity to download the Black Brand app. It's available now, a free download on the Apple as well as the Android platforms. We have just hit 200 businesses. So if you're looking for Black businesses to support, you can certainly find some great ones on the Black Brand app. Uh, At this time, I want to welcome Ms. Lori Ruffin. She is the CEO and founder of the COO team. She's super passionate about helping visionary leaders fulfill their purpose and focus on their passion, utilizing her corporate, national, and international nonprofit experience to help small businesses and nonprofits get the operating systems that they need in order to grow and expand. Welcome back, Lori. How are you? Thanks, Blair. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I'm I'm doing well, um, and I'm really glad to be talking with you today. Yes, 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 yes. I know you're no stranger to our platform. We are certainly excited about the work that you're doing, especially in these times. So I'm looking forward to our chat today. We're going to talk more about how to make your statement for black lives mean more than words. That is something that I am super passionate about. So curious to hear your take on that. How are you helping organizations to get past the statement? Yes, Blair. So um, in the wake of, you know, everything that happened uh, towards the end of May with uh, the murder of George Floyd and um, Rihanna Taylor, you know, just the protest and the attention that really has um, been focused on uh, the black community and the different dynamics that um, we've been facing historically as well as um, currently. Uh, Initially, a lot of organizations really jumped out and wrote a statement um, saying that they support black lives, that they care, that they want to stand in solidarity um, with with black people and people of color. And what I'm finding is um, many organizations have have made those statements, but um, are now kind of 
asking the now what question. And so we've been able to process that with um, leaders that have made the statement, but then they kind of, after making the statement, have looked around their organizations and have said, you know, we're really not that diverse. Mm-hmm. And we made the statement because we felt like it was the right thing to do, but now we don't know what to do. How do we actually operationalize the notion that black lives are important and um, how can we, you know, put put action to that um, such that everybody is seen within our organization, everyone has a place and a voice. And so we've been really um, encouraged to leverage the tools that we use all the time um, towards answering that that question. So critical, you know, our organization, we talk a lot about the fact that in these times, you know, we've seen dollars flying, you know, out of the hands of these huge corporate entities mm-hmm. into the hands of black organizations, right? And and then that's, that's kind of it, you know, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that, um, you know, you're working in terms of helping these organizations to really build strategy um, that looks at inclusion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, I think one of the really important things for people to do is recognize the environment that we're in. Organizations that had a strategic plan already prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, prior to this most recent um, uh, attention on racial um, uh, unrest, we, we need to reconsider these strategic plans. The landscape has changed and is changing. Mm-hmm. And so we've encouraged folks, pull out your strategic plan, look at, relook at your mission, relook at your vision, uh, relook at your values, and consider what is missing. Are there any ways that we are not living into them? Are there any values that we say are important but that aren't reflected in our language um, and really almost do like a, a SWOT analysis. Uh, look at our strengths. Let's see where we're, we're amazing. Let's look at our weaknesses and see in, internally uh, where do we have gaps. Let's look outside the organization and see what opportunities um, do we have today that didn't exist before and what are the threats? What are the things that really could weaken our ability to execute our mission? And when you stop and take a look at that and particularly look at that through the lens of uh, cultural intelligence, uh, diversity, inclusion, and equity, um, organizations are bound to find places where there are gaps. And you know, it could be that it wasn't intentional. It's just we've never looked at it. We've never asked the question. Uh, but starting there, that is a really excellent place to start because it, it lays the foundation for everything else. Yeah, um, I have you know. a question for you, mm-hmm. just in considering that. Yeah. So one of the other things that we've seen happening as of late is um, you know, just a barrage of D, E, and I events. You know, and we've seen where corporations that may not have already had an office in place you know, have incorporated, um, you know, such an officer, someone to uh, handle the work of DE&I. Um, and one of the things that I heard said so eloquently during a meeting is that one of the problems is we relegate the DE&I discussion to an event or to a meeting. 
and it remains a sidebar, sideline discussion, right? It never gets elevated to what you're talking about, or at least what I believe you're talking about, which is let's make this conversation now a part of every other conversation. Let's have DE&I as a part of the strategic plan. Is that something else that you've noticed, too, in terms of that that discrepancy of where DE&I exists within an organization? Absolutely. I, I definitely see it. And sometimes, you know, it, it's, it can be a good intention and it could mm-hmm. also just be that we want to check the box. Um, but I think either um, a less than integrated approach really falls short of the opportunity at hand. Um, organizations thrive when everyone is able to bring their best selves to the organization, their brightest ideas, their thoughts, their their ideas. Um, a diversity of, of thought really helps round out solutions and it makes everything more effective. Now, if you want to have a collaborative approach, um, you, it's hard to go fast, uh, but you will go further. And so what we recommend is... One like of my I favorite proverbs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. To start with, you know, start with strategy and, yeah. and really saying, well, why does our organization exist? If, if an organization is not a diversity-focused organization, they, they re- exist for a different reason. So sure. it could be to provide X service or to create this widget to solve a problem. Cool. Now, now that we know that, what opportunities do we have? Like, do we find that the population that we serve um, is not as diverse? And if so, why not? Is it that the group that's underrepresented in our customer base doesn't need this? Or is it that our communications um, don't take us in front of that audience? Um, when we look within our teams, um, do we lack diversity? Okay, is it because only one group of people have expertise in this area? Or could it be that our um, talent acquisition processes and our um, our uh, staff and employee pipelining only take us to, rec- you know, to certain spaces to recruit, mm-hmm. um, to look for talent? And so sometimes we find ourselves in homogenous contexts um, where we lack diversity or we don't even realize that a particular culture is is kind of overshadowing some of the um, lesser represented cultures, in Mm -hmm. which case um, the team members that are in those groups may not uh, be able to really contribute to to their greatest uh, degree of contribution. So once we do that strategy, the strategic look, we then are able to look at it from a people look um, to really say, how are we doing recruitment? What are the soft skills and hard skills that we need? Again, we're not just looking for black and brown faces to so that we look surface level more diverse. We still need people with the hard skills and the soft skills um, that are needed for us to execute our mission. We sure. you know, need to figure out where... Um, do we need to go to recruit the people that have the full package of what we need? And then once we bring um, more diversity, more diverse people or different cultural people coming from different cultural groups into the organization, um, what does that onboarding process look like? How do we um, ensure that um, we have a, a culture that um, provides room for everyone to to be themselves? And because, you know, what... Maybe a cultural norm within one particular group may be different in a different group. 
And so uh, a lot, oftentimes with DEI efforts, there may be like a training. So if we train everybody as a part of the organization today, what does it look like when we hire 10 people next month that weren't here for the training? And so... You know, what we're looking for is how do we, one, create an environment where it's inclusive and equitable, but then how do we continue to maintain that for the the 10 people that just got hired and that are going to come into this culture and environment? And so, you know, asking these questions um, and and, and really making a plan, um, you know, outside of diversity, culture and inclusion and all of that, when we think about, you know, major big franchises like McDonald's versus Chick-fil-A, we know that there's a difference in culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And that difference is that each organization has defined what's important and then they're training, they're hiring to to that end and they're training and and creating and cultivating that type of culture to that end. Mm -hmm. So, you know, outside of diversity and inclusion and equity, we see that when it comes to just general culture. Um, so then what does that look like when we're thinking about it from, uh, you know, a, a ethnic culture standpoint? Um, sure. What kind of intentionality can be applied to that? So yeah. we are enjoying the ability to really help organizations look through those details. Um, there may or may not be an expert on a on staff that has an eye for that, that can A, do the DEI training, and then to apply that to strategy and apply that to brand and apply that to um, strategic human resource, um, you know, topics. Mm-hmm. But we are, um, we're, we're happy that we can, we can be that resource that can come in and help an organization really take that look, put together, um, make some decisions around what they want to do, um, and then put in, in place an implementation strategy so that they can evolve um, with intention uh, towards who they aspire to be and, and want to be. Um, yeah. So we're I, that. I love what you're saying, just the recognition that this takes work you know not only that i mean it requires it requires change so again making the statement is just is not is not enough right we've got to um one thing i hadn't heard you mention but that's kind of always on the forefront of my mind is examining the unconscious bias that may exist it's very natural for us to just get together with folks that look like us and do a thing you know and make a plan and move forward with it um but this is about embracing something something larger something outside ourselves and this is powerful lori Please let folks know how they can connect with you, what platforms you have um, specifically for organization leaders and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, one, we can be reached at www.thecooteam.com. That is thecooteam.com. We have... um, a place where organizations that are curious, that are wrestling with different thoughts and ideas in the areas of strategy, operations, and people can reach out for a quick 15-minute conversation where we can really hear you and, and know what, what it is that you're facing, what you're, what you're thinking about as a leader, um, and we can share how we can help. Um, but then also, uh, we decided during this COVID pandemic that we wanted to hold space for leaders. Um, leaders often are lonely. Um, they have, they're responsible for making so many decisions um, and then they can't necessarily have open conversation and dialogue with everybody because, you know, employees and vendors depend and contractors depend on you. Um, If you have a board, you've got to answer to your board. And so 
we want to be thought partners. And so we have um, established a, a one hour space, 11 o'clock on Thursdays for people who want to, uh, executive leaders who want a safe space. It's not recorded, but basically they can bring their ideas, their challenges, their thoughts um, to the, a, a collaborative time to just kind of get input. And we almost like crowdsource ideas. We've been able to really process everything from how do I pivot my services now that, you know, we're doing social distancing to, oh my gosh, uh, I don't know how to support the people of color within my organization now that everything is happening in the broader society all the way to, um, you know, how do I uh, bridge uh, coming back into um, a a single office space now that uh, organizations are going through, well, states are going through different phases uh, as related to COVID. So we've been able to talk about these type of issues. um, And if anybody wants to come to that free time, this executive leader huddle, um, you can also just send a a message through our website. We have got a contact us page um, and just let us know. I heard about this and I want to attend um, it's been Powerful. a really great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you are offering that. Fantastic, especially now. You know, everything is especially now. But um, in terms of convening business leaders to be able to think through strategy, I just think that's phenomenal uh, work that you're doing. An awesome resource for the business community. Um, awesome. Anything else that you want to share? Well, I just want to invite, um, I want to invite everyone to lean in. And so if you are a predominantly black organization and, um, you know, you could almost think we don't need to do any of this diversity, inclusion and equity work. I, I would say it's it's still worth taking a look at your strategy. Um, this is for everybody. Um, I really believe that as a society, um, we can lean in and, and find ways to, to build bridges and, and build understanding through partnerships. And so if you are predominantly white um, or otherwise led by any sort of cultural organization, we all need to do this work in, in becoming um, cross-culturally intelligent and um, aware of our own cultural norms as well as as well as being aware of others so that we can build bridges and you know they say that the rising tide lifts all boats mm-hmm. and we want to do that and so um yeah Huge. i just want to invite us to to that and again if you want to connect with us the coo team.com is how you can reach us and we can help you with anything as it relates to strategy people and operations Fantastic. Thanks so much, Lori. It's been Lori Ruffin with the COO team. We certainly look forward to our next conversation. A quick announcement uh, regarding the Rebuild Virginia Small Business Grant Program. If you are a small business or a nonprofit that has been impacted by COVID-19, Governor Northam has established a $10,000 grant program. Uh, Businesses and nonprofits that are approved for Rebuild Virginia grant may receive up to three times their average monthly eligible expenses up to a maximum of $10,000. Those applications did go live on Monday. Uh, You can access the information by visiting governor.virginia.gov forward slash rebuild VA. Again, that's governor.virginia.gov forward slash rebuild VA. We'll be back in just a moment. Hashtag talk. 
Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. Hey, this is Seiko. DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals, and I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's www.positivevibes.net. We've been performing for over 25 years and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. Peace and prosperity. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name. Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. We know you love jazz music. So, let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. What about some jazz music with a little trap flavor? Jazz and Caribbean. Hey, we mix it up. So, online, look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music. Grandpa Crunk. Jazz music. I have to say this because I know our spirit and our emotions get stirred. I'm not against nobody on the panel. I'm with everybody on the panel. I'm not diametrically opposed to anybody on the panel. I agree with everything my brother said about revolutionaryism. So let me ask you guys a few questions. We're in the South. We're in the heart of the South right now. Who fishes? Who knows how to fish? Hands down. Who knows how to hunt? Less hands. Hands down. Who shoots on a regular basis, meaning once or twice weekly? Hands down. Now you see how many hands? Who farms or grows their own food right now? Hands down. You ain't ready to oppose nothing. You are as a part of this system as any white person gentrifying in this city. Welcome back. It's the 94th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It's time for hashtag money talk. Of course, joining us are Mr. Anthony Epps and Michael Gray. Our focus for today, financial tips on how to pay yourself. Gentlemen, how are you? Hello there, Blair. How you doing? Doing wonderful. Doing great. Doing great. Thanks so much for your time and your energy. This is an important topic. I'm eager. Okay, yes. I think it's a good topic. I think it's a topic that we all need to uh, take a close look at. And so with that, we're going to focus on today uh, a couple of financial tips, few tips on how to uh, pay yourself. Let's start off by making a, a declaration. And the declaration is that uh, we have a tendency, okay, to pay everybody else but ourselves. Mm. That seems to be a way of life for many people, okay? we just conditioned to pay everybody else but ourselves. So let me start off by giving an example, a couple of examples on how we can actually start paying ourselves. The most important thing is that we have a tendency to pay more interest 
to others, to creditors. We pay out more interest to others than we make interest or earn interest. And so we got to turn that around. We got to learn how to start earning interest and paying ourselves and paying out less interest. So with that said, here's a perfect example. Let's take an example of an individual with a credit card. Let's say the credit card has a balance of $5,000 and you have an interest rate of 9%. On credit cards, interest is calculated on daily. It's a daily interest. A lot of people don't understand that, but credit card interest is calculated daily. That means that you're paying daily interest. So in this example right here, $5,000 at 9%, you have a daily interest rate at 0.0061.64. But anyway, to make a long story short, you're paying $1.28 a day, okay, on that balance. So at the end of the month, you're paying $37.50. So at the end of the year, that interest is $450. And so let's say a typical credit card, because people tend to pay interest and the principal tend not to go down. So let's say you carry this credit card, which is the average, sometimes 10 to 20 years. But let's say 20 years in this case, if it's carried over 20 years, you'll pay back. You'll pay back $14,000, okay? You'll pay back total $14,000 off initial $5,000 of money that you use. So you'll pay back $9,000 of interest, and that's a lot of money, okay? So you actually pay back twice the amount that you actually use. The other example, Blair, I want to talk about, uh, let's take a mortgage. A mortgage we're all uh, pretty familiar with, but let's take a house. Let's take a house with a $100,000 mortgage. Okay. Uh, about 4%, interest rate 4%, and it's 30 years. Okay, so let's take a look at this, okay? When you look at the first year's payment, the first year's payment, okay? Let's take the very first payment because a mortgage 30 years is 360 payments. When you look at the first payment on the mortgage payment on $100,000 at 4%, you'll find that the payment is $477.42. But the interest is $333. So out of that $477, you're only paying $144 of work principal. Now here's the astounding fact. So that goes for 360 months. The last payment, the last payment, which would be the 359th payment, okay, 360 mm -hmm. payment, the last payment, your interest is less than $2. And the bulk of the principal is going to actually, the principal is $476. So the point I'm making is, in the first 17 years on a mortgage, uh, you are actually actually paying for the house because the old saying goes when you buy a house you buy two you buy one for the bank first and you pay for yours last so wow. the first 17 years is really going towards interest and the last 13 years is going towards principal so we have a tendency to pay back twice the amount of what we actually bought so when it's all said and done you'll pay two hundred thousand dollars or more for a loan of a hundred thousand dollars so again we need to learn how to start paying ourselves okay so the first point I want to make in reference to some tips on how to start paying ourselves is that the first thing we need to take a close look at is what I call an annual review. We need to start looking at an annual review. Okay. okay. Annual review consists of taking a look at all your legal documents, such as a will, trust, make sure they're updated annually because life happens and things changes. Right. You want to take a look at all your insurance policies, okay? Make sure that your insurance policies are up to date. Make sure you have the new plan of insurance, which is basically giving you more benefits. The new plan offers more benefits such as living benefits. It gives you coverage beyond age 100. 
And also, too, a lot of times you can probably get more coverage and save money on the new plan versus the old plan. And the most important thing is that when you look at the annual review, you want to make sure that your beneficiaries are correct, they're updated, because you want to make sure that you pass to your heirs or your inheritance to your siblings or your heirs. You want to make sure it goes to the intended beneficiaries and not the pretended. Big difference there, okay? Intended, intended versus pretended. The pretended, okay? Interesting. If you don't correct these issues or have them updated, you know, annually, sometimes it can cause you a whole lot of problems and confusions down the road. So when you do the annual review, it keeps you passing on your estate and your assets to the intended versus the pretended. Number two, we all need to look at a budget, an operating budget. Most people don't have an operating budget in place. And so uh, operating budget basically is income, expenses, and then you have what I call the outcome. Most cases you want to have a positive cash flow. And the reason for that then is because if you're not having disposable income left over uh, at the end of the month, then that's a tendency that you're negative and you're overspending. And uh, a lot of times with a budget, it helps us to keep from overspending. So a budget and the annual review. These are two things that we can help you look at, set up. Uh, if you're interested in one of those two items there, please give us a call today for a free consultation. Notice I said free. A free consultation at 757-640-0207. That's a free consultation. And again, we look at your uh, all your documents, make sure they're you know up to date. We can help you put a budget together uh, to create uh, some positive cash flow. And again, the number here is seven five seven six four zero zero two zero seven. Now, moving on. Uh, the third item here that could be a tip for paying yourself is we need to learn how to get out of debt. Okay, uh, a lot of times uh, if you're overspending. Looking at your budget, you have more going out than coming in. Uh, we have programs set up that we can help you get out of debt, which would be a program we call Debt Relief, which we can get you out of debt in less than nine years without any additional money coming out of your budget. Now, with this said, okay, we can pay off your mortgage, we can pay off your credit cards, auto loans, student loans, all those can be paid off in less than nine years without any increase of outgo in your budget. And this is a way that you can save a whole lot of money, especially on credit cards and mortgages. You can take that money and you can use that to pay yourself. We have to learn how to start paying ourselves. And also, too, with that belief, the good thing about this is the fact that you will have uh, money that uh, you, 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 you'll cut out a lot of interest. Because if you can pay your debts off for nine years, that's a ton of interest that you can be saving. So, again... If you'd like to look at the Debt Relief Program, uh, please give us a call today for a free consultation. Again, the number here is 757-640-0207. Uh, uh, the other item, Blair, uh, this is something a lot of people can really, really, really benefit from, and this is the impact of COVID-19, the impact of COVID-19. Uh, you look at news, you look at the stimulus packages and things like that, but there's a lot of individuals who have been impacted uh, by the COVID-19 due to uh, maybe loss of income, uh, loss of uh, jobs, uh, that sort of thing. But if you've been impacted by COVID-19 and you're behind on your mortgage payments or other obligations, there are programs in place that can help you. There's programs in place that can help you uh, to, to, to get current on a lot of your obligations. So if you're interested in that, again, give us a call here today for a free consultation. The number here is 757-640-0207. 
and a couple more items, Blair, and I'll be done. Okay, uh, the, take your time. The other item is investments. Oh, take uh, three more minutes, rather. Go ahead. Currently investing money. Uh-huh. So you have an investment account, such as retirement accounts, such as 401k, TSP, CDs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. You want to make sure that you get a good return on your investment. You want to make sure you get a good interest rate. You want to make sure that your money is safe. And we have safe money management practice here at our company, at our firm. What we tend to do for our clients is to move money from out of harm's way, from market volatility, market swings, money that's had the index, and we'll show you how to put them into something safe that will cause you not to have sleepless nights, and that way you won't be losing value in your accounts. We also apply the rule of 72, Blair, which tells us that it will give us the uh, number of years it would take for your money to double. For example, the rule of 72, if you earn a 6% of interest rate, uh, you take 6% divided by 72, your money doubles in 12 years, we apply that rule as well. So if, you, so if you have investments and you're not feeling comfortable about the way the market is going, the market swings ups and down, the risk tolerance, please give us a call today for a free consultation. The number here again is 6757-640-0207. And last but not least, uh, this is very, very important, and this is a way that you can increase benefits. We're offering a Social Security review. So if you're currently receiving Social Security, uh, here's two items I want to mention to individuals who uh, meet these two qualifications. Number one, if you're a married couple and both are receiving your benefits, mm-hmm. uh, there's a possibility for an increase in benefits for the spouse with the lower benefit amount. So if you are both receiving Social Security benefits, a married couple, we can probably, we, there's a possibility that we can increase the benefit amount of the spouse that receiving the lower benefit amount. And the second item for Social Security review is that if you have been divorced, you're a divorced couple, been divorced for at least 10 years, uh, again, there's a possibility for an increase, okay, uh, in benefits for the spouse the former spouse, rather, with the lower amount in benefits. So, again, we offer the Social Security review checkup. That's free as well. And investment, uh, that's free as well. All this has been offered today by just calling number, calling us today at 757-640-0207 for a free consultation. And we'd be more than happy to sit down with you and look at all your financial needs and try to get you on the track of saving uh, money on interest and how to pay yourself. So, Blair, there you have it. Those six items wow. there. And I uh, hope that's enough to uh, get some interest from the public and the audience uh, so they can call in for the free consultation by dialing the number uh, 757-640-0207. Any questions okay. on your part, Blair? No, I think I'm crystal clear, sir. Thanks so much. How to pay yourself. Again, that's Apex Financial Group, 757-640-0207 for a complimentary consultation. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz 
or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. WHOV would like to thank Black Brand for its support of WHOV programming. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. It's the 94th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. And we are finishing our sixth installment on the best in black business series. It's time to welcome Dr. Nikisha Muzan. She is a family nurse practitioner, board certified by the American Academy Nurse Credentialing Center, certified by the American Nursing Credentialing Center as a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner, and licensed by the state of Virginia to provide family-centered health care to patients of all agents ages. She received a bachelor's and master's of science degree in nursing from, you guessed it, Hampton University, graduating magnum cum laude. Dr. Muzan received her post-master's as a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner from Shenandoah University. Her scope of practice encompasses health promotion, disease prevention, diagnosis, and management of common and complex health care problems beginning in childhood and continuing throughout the aging process. Dr. Muzan has a unique combination of strong nursing skills, and she strives to provide the best care possible. She builds a comprehensive evaluation of each patient by taking time to listen and understand their particular needs, and she endeavors to build long-lasting and trusting relationships with her patients. Dr. Muzan is the sole owner of Integral Health and Wellness, doing business under the name New Body Weight Loss and Aesthetics. Her true desire is to enhance a positive healing experience and confidence to those in need. Dr. Muzan has a special interest in women's health, infectious disease, pediatrics, chronic disease management, and mental illness. Her husband, Dremetris, has supported her business from the start. She has three sons and two daughters. Always love hearing about the little people. Timothy, Dremetris, Amari, Zaria, and Jeremiah. She enjoys reading love stories, watching movies and plays. And she's very active in a variety of outreach groups. Welcome, welcome, Dr. Muzan. How are you? Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. No, I really appreciate you being here. Wow. So super excited to meet you, right? Uh, I have a, a bit of a background in mental health, and so I'm very curious to hear about your inspiration to do the work that you do. Yes, ma'am. So the mental health was secondary in my career, and I just, I saw the need for our particular community um, with minorities um, not being able to open up and see providers that look like um, you and I and not being able to get the treatment they need because of the stigmatism with mental diseases um, that we were taught not to get treated for. So I started to expand my practice with not only just doing the med spa and the family practice, but encompassing the mental, mental health components of mental illness. So that was like a stop you because this is totally unique. You're saying that inside your practice, you not only are able to take care of physical health concerns, but you also treat mental health. Yes, ma'am. I also do that. That was the reason why, yeah, I pursued that second master's in the mental health. Yes, ma'am. Fantastic. But this is not not necessarily considered holistic therapy. This literally is physical health plus mental health. Yes, ma'am. With, with disease, you know, with the disease process, with therapy, and we also do um, medication management. Wow. 
congrats. Huge undertaking. I cannot say I've met anyone <laughs> that is doing um, that's doing what you're doing. So huge. Well, can you kind of talk through your vision for the next? I mean, where where do you see this going in the next five years, ten years? Um. So with my business, when I got started in a practitioner, I wasn't able to get like the resources to, you know, to learn family practice, learn mental health. So I also take on a lot of students um, that look like myself because I was always, you know, found myself getting the door closed and no one trying to help me to be able to learn, to learn what needed to be, you know, what I needed to. So other mentors in the community, you know, there's a need, there's a need. So I wanted to make sure I was able to open that need. So being so, I take on students who are interested in becoming family and psychiatric mental health nurse practitioners mm-hmm. that want to continue, like, opening up the the, the realm of being able to have patients that you're able, they're able to open up and be treated by people that look at yourself um, and not feel, you know, intimidated for what's going on, with, especially with, like, infectious disease and also coming in and different mental health diagnosis. So I, I do work also part-time at um, the regional, and here I, I do the mental health aspect here. For those who are, you know, sometimes thrown under the rug, I feel like I'm here to be their advocate to get the, the mental health treatment they need that they wouldn't per se get if I wasn't here to advocate on their behalf. Mm, yeah, advocacy is definitely a huge component um, when you start talking about about mental health. Wow. And so how long have you been doing this work? Um, I've been, I've got my master's in 2012 okay. um, for family. Okay. And I got my mental health in 2016. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then I went on and got my doctoral degree from Chatham in 2019. Okay. Okay. And where is your practice located and how can we get information? Um, yes, ma'am. So um, I'm located right on 1216 Grandy Street, Street 20, um, right in Norfolk, um, the corner of like Princess Anne and Grandy Street. Um, and it's definitely public transportation there as well. Um, and we are in the process of we taking pretty much all the insurances, Medicaid, Aetna, Anthem, Optima, um, Magellan, um, Medicare products. TRICARE, Standard and Prime, so that we're able to, you know, be accessible to all all insurance carriers by patients. Mm. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's transition a little bit, and let's talk about New Body. Tell us a little bit about the New Body brand and how this came about. So the New Body came about was, you know, listening to a lot of my patients um, prior to separating the Navy back in 2019. 2019, um, I've been out a year now, oh. and I would hear a lot of concerns about patients who wanted to lose weight, um, didn't necessarily want to go under the knife, um, or do anything um, that, you know, would cause them to be out of, be out of active duty service for greater than, you know, two to three weeks, things of that nature. So I started, I started doing weight loss medication, um, supplements, um, giving diet and nutrition, um, and then medication management as well um, for those who have, you know, had stubborn things and stubborn weight loss issues. And then we just expanded on, you know, opening up that with getting different weight loss machines in our practice that help tighten and tone while, you know, decreasing inches and just making someone feel good not only inside but also outside. 
So we do like stretch mark fading, cellular removal, skin tightening. And then we recently got a um, high intensity um, muscle contraction machine, which helps build the muscle for those stubborn areas and as the patients say pouches of fat that they want removed. Typically in that mid-abdominal section, thighs, arms, and um, on their um, pecs as well for men. Hmm. That's really fascinating. Can't say that I know uh, any black business owners that have this particular specialty. So definitely excited to help spread the word about this work. Um, can I ask you, I'm going to ask you a, an idiot question, right? Because I'm certain this information is on the website. What is the safety of these kinds of treatments, from the laser treatments to the injectables? Um, can patients trust that they're not going to have to deal with any, uh, you know, side effects beyond what would be considered normal, I guess? Um, so there is no side effect with the laser and the high-intensity um, machines, being that it's non-invasive. Okay. And the laser, um, it, it targets the epidermis to the dermis all the way to the subcutaneous tissue. Okay. But it just sends a little electrode through the skin to penetrate it to warm up the fat so it's able to be lipolized through your bowel, urine, sweat, um, by you know, increasing your metabolic rate um, for that. Um, and as far as the high intensity, um, the high intensity muscle machine that we have, that particular machine you can be compared to like a ten unit, which is often used by physical therapists, occupational therapists, for patients who have chronic pain. Um, it's just a wavelength to contract the muscles to increase um, the muscle building process. Sure. It um, contracts the muscles at a higher speed than like your typical ten unit. But it's definitely FDA approved and it doesn't cause any hurt or harm or there's no downtime. So patients often come on lunch break and they're able to go back to work without any um, side effects and nothing that stops them from getting back to work. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. And so... so I'm so sorry. And we have hours in the evening to accommodate working individuals as well. Okay. Fantastic. Let me ask about this because I know it's uh, um, probably a a popular um, therapy that you offer. The sclerotherapy, how does it work in terms of eliminating spider veins? So what the sclerotherapy does is I inject a saline solution into those targeted like varicoceses, which is like your varicose veins. Um, and angiomas, anything that was like the vascular nature that bothers them for a patient. Mm-hmm. And by injecting it, it helps dissolve that that clot, or, excuse me, not clot, but that um, hemangioma or whatever the blood is pulling, okay. so that it dissolves um, back to the circulatory system, so it's not just stagnant in that particular area. Interesting. Interesting. What would you say of the of the treatments that you started to offer? What What are the most sort of widely uh, used. Um, most recent, um, because we just got our identity um, muscle machine, okay. we've had that for about, less, about two, two or three weeks now. But the most um, popular item that we get is our Kybella, which is the fat removal um, in the chin. Okay. Um, okay. For like double chin. Okay. Um, we, we do Botox. Um, and then the Invisarad, which is the laser machine that penetrates 
to the subcutaneous to um, decrease the inches in those stubborn fat areas that we, you know, people often struggle with losing with normal weight and exercise. Awesome. And you're also offering Botox as well, I see. Yes, ma'am. Fantastic. This is exciting. <laughs> really exciting. Thank you, Thank you for, for bringing this offering. Wow. What else would you want to share? Are you hosting any kind of digital events or anything like that where you're helping to get the word out about the fact that you are here? Um, I mean, we were looking into doing a open up our market so that people, are, you know, they know that we're here and out. Um, we don't have a definitive date, but we're looking into mid-September. We're trying kind to of wait for some of the um, COVID um, cases to so hopefully that improves so that, you know, we're doing everything safe and protecting our clients. Awesome. Is there an additional website where people can get more information about your, um, the mental health side of your business? Um, that one's coming as well because I think the reason why we hadn't expanded on the health and wellness and the mental health aspect is because we're waiting on all the credentials from our insurances, which I was told hopefully October 1. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So yeah. once we go live with that, we're going to add a, like, a um, link from the, well, the, excuse me, from the aesthetic portion to the mental health and family practice. Okay, okay. So for now, yeah, definitely want to visit your-newbody.com, and that's your-n-u-b-o-t-y.com for information on the various weight loss and aesthetic processes um, that Dr. Muzan is offering. Man, what else do you want to share? We've got about five minutes remaining. I'm super excited, to again, to meet you and all of the great work that you're doing. Um, yes, ma'am. I just, I just want to make sure people know that I'm a liaison for a multiple of things and just helping build in our community and just looking for growth for other providers who's interested in or have any concerns or, you know, they're thinking of venturing out. I want to make sure that we all know that we're here to support each other and build in our community so we have each other's backbones so when other people shut the door I'm, I'm definitely an advocate to help each other and empower and build other black women out men as well and other minorities as well but particularly yeah. those who help me I want to make sure I pass the torch yeah that's so important uh, we can't downplay the role of collaboration and mentorship as we're looking to build sustainable businesses I think that's that's key yeah. What would you say to someone who is uh, getting underway, perhaps you know, thinking of going into business for the first time and they're looking at a massive to-do list and trying to figure out if they're going to have the energy necessary to get something off the ground? What would you say to help move them into that next step? So what pretty much moves me is just taking it one day at a time, mm. keeping a checklist so you're check, doing a checks and balance, um, getting just taking one one thing done at a time when you're opening your business. Because it's very overwhelming when you think you're like, you know, I'm not going to be able to get all this done. But if I just take five things a day and get that knocked off my list, then I'll just take five more. And what I don't do from yesterday, I'll do tomorrow. 
um, yeah. and just try to not get overwhelmed with the whole process because it, it can be very overwhelming trying to start off from the class. And it can. And I don't yeah. know about you, but one of the things that, you know, we've heard a lot, particularly in these times, is, you know, if you haven't done this, this, or this since COVID started, then, you know, you've been, you know, wasting time, you know, all of this additional pressure to, um, to get something completed, right? Um, so I appreciate your advice to just take it one day at a time, you know, be, apply pressure, right? But still be gentle with yourself um, through the process because it's, it's definitely a process, right? It really is, yes. And just try not to get so overwhelmed with everything and understand that your season is coming. Yeah, yeah. Got to do a little sewing before we can do any reaping, right? Exactly, yep. I like that advice. What else? Can you reiterate your phone number and website for us so that we can make sure people are contacting you? Um, so we're open Monday through Saturday. Um, Saturday, um, 9 to 1 for those that work during the week. Um, Wednesdays, we stay open to 7. Most of our hours are from 9 to 5 um, every other day except Wednesday. Um, and our phone number is 757 204-1901 um, and if there's no one answers just leave a message we definitely return your call as soon as we get the message um, our website is www.youryour-newbody-n-u-b-o-d-y.com um, yeah we're 1216 Grandy Street North of Virginia 320 and I'm looking forward to helping those in need Awesome. Thanks so much, Dr. Muzan. And I certainly look forward to having you back on the show. It would be great to talk in another six months and see how things are going and update the community with regard to all of your offerings. Thank you so much. Yes. No, thank you. Have a great time. You as well. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, as well as Apex Financial Group of Virginia and the COO team. A special thank you to our guest, Lori Ruffin of the COO team, and Dr. Nikisha Muzan of Integral Health and Wellness, doing business at New Body Weight Loss and Aesthetics. Uh, and thanks so much for everyone tuning in to Black Wall Street today, where we're building minds, building connections, and we're forging the path ahead toward business success in the black community. We'll talk soon. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh, black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.